1: All right, we're good to go. So, hey, everybody, I'm Rob Mulligan, the Game Master, and uh, this is Cyberpunk Uncensored. It's a podcast that I'm doing. I'm not sure if it's going to be going weekly or monthly or daily or what. I don't know what I'm going to do with it exactly yet. I just know it's all about cyberpunk and anything cyberpunk-related. Um if you're listening to this at the pod on the pod at the podcast or whatever, and you want to get a visual, you can go to youtube.com/mulliganlive. That's typically where I stream the live games. I run two different teams weekly. Um, those stories are set in the same uh, space or whatever, but it's two completely separate teams, and that's where I stream those games. But I'm also streaming uh, today's podcast because I want people to really take advantage of this badass list we're going to get into. <clears throat> but before we get into it... Oh, and let me mention, if anybody's watching the live stream, anybody watching the, the Mulligan Live on YouTube or the Facebook, or, you know, you're in the Cyberpunk Uncensored group or whatever, and you got to take off, you can no longer be on, on social media, and it's easier for you to kind of plug that podcast and uh, check that out while you're hitting the road or whatever, just look up Cyberpunk Uncensored. It's on, I don't know, like a dozen or more sites um, anywhere you can think of to find a pod- podcast it's, it's fucking there, I'm sure So check that out but, um, but yeah, before we get into it I want to mention that I've got two awesome guests with me today These guys are fucking awesome It's Sean and Eric Both of them play characters in Team 1 and Team 2 Of the cyberpunk campaigns that I'm running weekly um, Eric plays a fixer on Team 2 Sean plays uh, media on Team 1 but, uh, but yeah, hey guys, why don't you uh, sh- uh, introduce yourself, Sean.
2: Yeah, I'm Sean I've uh, been into cyberpunk pretty much since close to the beginning that I was aware of it, at least in the uh, early 80s.
0: Nice. Uh, hi, my name is Eric Gonzalez. Um, I got into cyberpunk probably about 10 years ago, officially, when I had a friend gift me a box of all his 2020 books. But I've been sort of watching and enjoying Cyberpunk probably since about since I was a kid and just been watching movies and TV. So I've really fallen into the culture now. Hell yeah.
1: Yeah, and just anybody that's not familiar with with my history or love of role-playing games, you know, I used to play D&D back in the day, uh, Advanced Dungeons & Dragons, AD&D, second edition to be specific. And then I got into Cyberpunk 2020 when it came out and been playing that, you know, on and off. Throughout my life, haven't played in a real long time. Got back into D&D when that kind of got real popular with the 5th edition. uh, Being featured on uh, Stranger Things and South Park and stuff. I mean, it just blew the fuck up. Got back into that and then uh, found out like Red was coming out. And I was like, oh my God, time for me to get back into Cyberpunk. Because I loved Cyberpunk back in the day. And so like, I got into the starter kit and that's how we're running our games. With a little bit of 2020 rule supplementation when needed. But uh, definitely excited for uh, Red coming out as I know everybody else is too. And then later in the year, the video game, the tw- uh, Cyberpunk 2077. That's going to be amazing. But yeah, that's who I am anyways. But we, uh, all of us, we run this group on fa- in Facebook. Uh, if you're on Facebook, check it out, Cyberpunk Uncensored. Uh, go to Facebook, search for Cyberpunk Uncensored. I think it's uh, listed as Cyberpunk 2020 Red 2077 Uncensored. But, um, but yeah, we run a group there, and we recently posted this poll... Uh, asking all group members to kind of list their favorite cyberpunk themed or styled uh, movies and TV shows and just any that you can think of in general. So we list, everybody started listing them, people started voting on their favorites and such. And we got this list up to 75. Um, I belong to other cyberpunk groups and I always see people asking uh, for you know cyberpunk related content and I see people commenting and stuff and you know they'll get up to a handful or more And but I, I, I love this list we got all the way up to 75 people voted so they're kind of ranked by popularity at least within the cyberpunk uncensored group and, uh, and anyways yeah it's here I just let's just dive into it guys um, I'd like to start at the bottom and we'll just go through them uh, if we have seen them or know about them let's just explain what they are if we haven't
0: obviously let's just be honest and say that you know
2: Okay. I do not know Omniscient.
0: Yeah, I haven't heard of that one either since you posted it, Rob. you got to give us the rundown. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's, um, well, I don't know a lot about it, but I think it, it's like subliminal advertising. It's like a futuristic, uh, show. It's on Netflix. I added it to my list a while back and I haven't do- dove into it, you know, yet, but I, but I did see, um, I, I, I did see like a bunch of uh, reviews and stuff online and people sharing about it in other groups. And when I got to reading kind of what it was about, I, I cut myself uh, short because I didn't want to really dive into it. But it definitely had that vibe. Um, and I saw a trailer for mm. it. So I was like, got to at least list it. But judging by zero votes and stuff, you know, I don't think that many have seen it that either, you know. Yeah, um, yeah
0: but I definitely want to check it out now, though.
1: Yeah, no, it's on Netflix, I believe. Um, and, that, and same with Kiss Me First. I think that one uh, I added when I added that one because I also saw that on Netflix. Um, I haven't had the chance to check it out, but it's an animated one, and I believe it's about like a society living in a virtual reality or something to that extent, and like somebody kind of breaking that barrier um, and getting back to like real life, or maybe in cyberpunk, what you would call meat space or something. But it definitely had that vibe, and it looked really cool. Um, yeah,
0: that's actually been on my Q2 on uh, on Netflix. So no, I, I'm right there with you. It looks interesting, and I haven't got the chance to really sit down and watch it.
1: Yeah, um, Desert Punk. Desert Punk. I know. I know only because um, I've seen it with listed with other ones that I've seen, and I added it to my uh, to my list of things to look up and see. I don't remember if it's on any particular site for streaming, um, but I had it on a list with these other ones. To be honest, I haven't seen it. When I looked it back up, I was like, okay, yeah, it's got, you know, that vibe when you look at it, but it's more of like a post-apocalyptic, but like we said, in, yeah. in, in a list, maybe some things aren't hitting 100% on, they just have certain aspects.
0: No, it. it definitely, it's not 100% cyberpunk. I've read the manga that is based on, and it was really good. It has good character development. It definitely is more on that post-apocalyptic sort of Mad Max, like the world's already decayed kind of situation, but you have those feelings of these individual loner characters big corporations still around like the little guy against that big guy the authoritarian almost nice. and it does sort of hit that thing of post apocalyptic like for anybody that... who's going to be like a nomad type character yeah. or in that setting i think desert punk has a lot of good inspirations for that
1: awesome hmm. all right cool well yeah i'm gonna have to check that out because you know i've got that that big comic book collection and mad magazines and mangas and stuff so i want to i have not <laughs> seen that so i'm gonna have to look that up too maybe before i look for the animated version you know um
0: yeah i think they went on hiatus a few years ago so they never got an official finish but the anime was decent too from what i heard
1: uh, okay and then we've got black hat does anybody know about black hat
0: uh yeah black hat was the uh movie with uh one of the chris helmsworth i think chris helmsworth the okay. other one <laughs> and it was a the other Hemsworth like there's three of them Yeah, yeah. all of them are pretty decent actors but uh, no Black Hat was a hacker based movie actually a very modern hacker based movie uh, not I think it was mid 2000s mid to late 2000s or early 2010s but yeah he was a let me see hacker got arrested and is now needed to go after another hacker nice Okay. yeah and everything was really well done sort of that situation of like you know, very grounded in reality hacking. Yeah, it's funny it.
1: cuz I see like, you know, the movie Hackers listening here and that's always been like a sort of cyberpunk go-to vibe. Like even if it doesn't have, you know, cybernetic arms and futuristic weapons and like all that sort of shit, just the aspect of like hacking computers and servers and networks and stuff always has that like a uh, netrunner cyberpunk vibe. <laughs> it's funny.
0: Yeah. I would definitely say like just the net itself is a key component of what makes cyberpunk stand out like the cybernetics is really important and the aesthetics but it's like you need you need the network you need an authoritarian government you need the little guys scraping by it's like those, if you can get some of those you sort of just hit that cyberpunk feeling of a story yeah
2: Right, what's yeah, I it? thought Hackers was more like pre-Cyberpunk.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, any a little of, bit, yeah. Any it's a very of,
2: modern version of it.
1: Yeah, to me, any type of like hacker-style movie always feels like it's like leading into Cyberpunk. Like I said, it has all that Netrunner vibe, but without the cybernetics and real futuristic-style shit, but it still has that that aspect, you know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah. I think trying to find that perfect aspect the Cyberpunk is almost near impossible, because Cyberpunk is always at right. that... That little cusp of like a big change in things. Yeah, well, I think like that
1: right. I do think that's about to change, though. I think with uh, Red coming out and the how popular uh, Twenty Seventy Seven is is getting, um, if that comes out and does well and it gets as mainstream as D and D's becoming, I think we're going to see it. You know, making some cameos on shows and stuff. That cartoon's going to be coming out
2: on Netflix. Um, yeah, plus they're working, on, they're working on some serious shows now, like. Uh, neuromancer snow crash and uh cowboy bebop
0: yeah yeah and all three of those are really good oh yeah like they they sit in that perfect sort of cyberpunk world totally exactly
1: um so yeah goku midnight eye this is one of yours eric
0: yeah this is actually actually it looks
1: like the next handful uh you posted so why don't you take take us down this section of the list
0: all right well i guess i'll start with almost human uh, that was a Fox TV series. It was a little bit more... It had Carl Urban. Uh, we know him from Dread, too, so he's a pretty much a staple of cyberpunk o- almost. And like Michael Early, I can't say much about him because I've only seen him in a few things, but both were really solid actors. And it plays on the more cop and android aspect of in the, like a post-cyberpunk world where it's that nitty-gritty is gone, but you still have the authoritative elements you have like these corporations with a lot of power wielding it and people are just trying to figure out what really it is to be human. So it definitely touches on a lot of the transhuman and adjusting to that situation. And I will yeah. say that was a solid series, but Fox canceled it way too early.
2: Is it a remake of a, a European show?
0: No, that the one with werewolves, vampires and ghosts is entirely different.
2: No, 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 no. <laughs> not, not. <laughs> no, there was one about, I, I bought like the first season I thought it was called that too and it's like Swedish or something like that and they have like a household android that looks just like a person
0: Mm, I wouldn't be able to tell you that off the top of my head I don't think it was but I wouldn't be surprised a lot of good stuff comes out of Europe when it comes to film and TV and we get a lot of remakes but I would definitely recommend Almost Human to anybody who wants to play like a lawman type character in any of their cyberpunk settings it just has a great feel for it. Hell yeah. yeah ultra. Cool. I see you listed Ultraviolet there too. I love that movie. Ultraviolet has a special place in my heart because I think yeah. even though it doesn't have all the cyberpunk elements, when it comes to style and aesthetic, through the roof, it, yeah. it does hit on exactly. all the cyberpunk colors, movement, action scenes. Oh, it's all it's about like,
1: cool. You know what I mean? The yes, cool stat, it is. It's all about that cool stat.
0: <laughs> and That's just a great one. Oh, yeah. What about Goku Midnight Eye? Goku Midnight Eye is, is a throwback to another anime. Uh, that one sort of skims on what it is to be cyberpunk. It has a private detective who's going against big corporations, corrupt lawman, and he gets sort of this magical cybernetic eye which lets him hack everything in the world. So you have a private investigator who's also a super net runner going against big corporations. It's nice. over the top, it's all action, it is pretty much a power fantasy, but you're just gonna sit through it and enjoy it. It is all stylized like ultraviolet is even less story, I wanna say.
2: Hmm. Cool.
1: Now I'm familiar with Rollerball. Love
0: Rollerball. Rollerball is love- awesome.
1: There's there's an original and then the remake, right? There's those two there's two of those, right?
0: We don't talk about don't. the remake. Yeah, I don't like the remake. <laughs> I was gonna say,
1: and then the so everyone awesome, everyone knows about that. Yeah, it has that sort of Running Man vibe. It was like the original. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's awesome, but uh, yeah, it has, it that, has that post- big
0: corporation,
1: yeah, yeah, kind of situation. Exactly. I mean,
2: when you have like an apartment that comes fully furnished, which means you get a girlfriend. Kind of interesting. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was a weird, weird world.
2: Yeah. <laughs> And then you got Guns
1: Akimbo.
0: This is actually a recent one for me. This has yeah. a. This was posted in a friend's like they were doing talking about movies. He posted there. I saw a pop up on Amazon. Yeah. Watched it. Has a, a who's the guy who plays Daniel Radcliffe? Guy who plays Harry Potter. Yeah. It it if you want to imagine what a combat zone looks like, watch Guns Akimbo. It is a lot of action you're putting this very normal geeky guy into a situation where he is going to die. Like he has two, he has two handguns grafted to his hands and he's told, go kill this one girl who is really high 90% of the time. (laughs) And he just bounced around between lawlessness, cops, corrupt cops, all kinds of weird stuff. And just they're shooting galore, but it has the most combat zone feel I've ever seen in a film. Oh, I, I would definitely that. recommend it for anybody who wants to be a solo. <laughs> oh, it's in, it's in my
1: list uh, when you mentioned it the other day. Um, I think me and you were talking about stuff, and you, you, we talked about that a little bit. And I, so I already added it to my list because I, I saw it. Uh, I think like you did too. I saw the ads, and when I read it, I was like, okay, that sounds pretty fucking cool. And then I forgot about it, and then you mentioned it the other day, and you explained it a little more, and I was like, oh, shit, sold, and I added that shit to my list. <laughs> it's on my cool. Amazon to watch list. Yeah, let's move down this list. Um, Love, Death, and Robots. I think I added that. That already has a bunch of votes. That's a little higher up. I wasn't sure. And I want right. to say I added Ultraviolet at one there point. There it is.
0: I just saw it. Was
1: oh, no, I added... Uh, I was thinking of Equilibrium or something. I always get the... Those, Same director. Yeah, I always get those titles and those mixed up. Um, okay, yeah, let's 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 keep going up the list here. Um, we can skip, you know, if there is a double, I don't think there, there is, it's just there because of the different spelling probably, but we can mention that twice. Cause it is that fucking good. Love, love death and robots. I love.
0: Oh, that uh, was a I saw so I saw that. I knew that cyberpunk was going to come back again. Oh man. Yeah. And
1: I've, I've literally watched through those, like, I don't know, two or three times over the past, like half a year, a year or whatever. Um, I love them. I love all it's of a them. Solid series. yeah. But we'll we'll hit that again. I'm pretty sure I had that listed as one of my favorites, and I think a lot of people voted on. I think it's higher up the list. But uh,
0: yeah, I think it's like top ten.
1: Yeah, keep 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 us going down the list because you have uh, one, two, three. I think three more here. I have us. a lot. But right here uh, well, and so just to, just to keep them in order, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Hopefully, I don't know if we have the same list or not, but uh Helping. yeah. Well, the next one up from Guns Kimbo was Nirvana. I don't actually know anything about that movie or at all or show
1: series. So I don't know. Okay. Well like I said, let's let's do yours
0: right here. Let's go in order. Okay. Uh what was the last one I talked about? Rollerball Soil and Green. No, no, we that's... have automata here. Auto... that's actually what the uh hmm? oh, the guy with Desperado. Yeah, I'm not I familiar with now.
1: With Automata or Venus Wars, but I definitely am familiar with Soylent Green. <laughs> it's a classic. classic. But tell us about uh, what it, Automata and Venus Wars. Uh,
0: Automata that? was, a, I think it was a Spanish movie. It has Antonio Banderas in it. Uh, pretty much, it's on on the end of post-apocalypse. The world's falling down. Corporations are trying to keep things going. There's only a few city states, and robots have sort of become the very much they're doing everything because people can only really work out in the waste for so long. And you have these robots that are sort of becoming the major population. And you're just seeing this guy who repairs them or like he's like, he does insurance for robots. And he just sort of starts picking up all these little clues, that there's more behind the scenes. And it has a really solid cast, Dylan McNerbin, Melanie Griffith and Tony Banderas. Oh, nice. And it tells a really solid story. I say, hmm. and it's like, so, if you want to sort of see that more transhumanism, like more to the substance of cyberpunk, this is one of those ones. Okay, cool. Nice. What That's about good. what about Venus Wars? Venus Wars is again another throwback of the anime, like during those eighties, oh, okay. early nineties. Uh, think more of is pretty much invasion of one country and another on Venus, and you see these biker kids sort of get tossed in the middle of this whole war. And you start to see them become this guerrilla group, get enlisted, and just all these sort of watching a perspective of, like, a war from a kid's point of view and just being pulled into it. So I think that has a lot of – that resonates a lot with sort of things being out of control and you're trying to fight back against a system that doesn't understand where you're coming from.
1: Oh, yeah. And
0: you've got and also they have great styles of, like, monobikes and all these really cool visuals.
1: Nice. And you've got Soylent Green here. I imagine you're referring to the
0: classic. Like Rollerball is sort of that big corporation that gets a little guy and everything going on behind the scenes. A lot less cyber than I prefer, but I think the themes are still there. For sure.
1: And then what about, anybody know what Nirvana is? Is that the anime? No, I wouldn't know. I I hadn't heard of it.
2: Lambert, I believe.
1: What was that, Sean?
2: I think it's with Christopher Lambert, Huh. I think. I haven't seen it, but right. I've seen ads for it.
1: Well, anybody anybody listening, if you're listening to the podcast or you're watching the live stream on YouTube, leave us a comment if you've heard of that. Any of these that we you, haven't, haven't heard of, you know, fill us in.
0: Okay. I did look it up. Uh-huh. Uh, Sean is right. Christopher Lambert, so a guy from Highlander. Oh, uh, okay. Great star. Uh, it looks like it's very much a virtual reality game designer and it's being attacked and like his cre- his game is being attacked by computer virus I think I've actually watched this a long time ago and it was <laughs> weird okay
1: what about uh, what so we have Neo Tokyo Marcus posted
0: that I have not seen that I think I've only heard of that yeah I think it I think that is another one of those anime yeah. ones I like the
2: title I want to see that
1: yeah, yeah, well it's got that Akira vibe, you know. But um exactly. but yeah, if anybody again, if anybody knows more about that or a fan, let us know. What about Blood Drive?
0: I have not heard about Blood Drive. So I'd have mm. to look that one up too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so Neo Tokyo. Yeah, Neo Tokyo and Blood Drive definitely not familiar. Um uh pull it up. But I'd be curious. Apparently it's to a
0: dystopian see. future.
1: Blood Drive is?
0: Yeah. Huh, okay.
1: So it's got more of that Probably post-apocalyptic vibe to it, or or does it have that high-tech, low-life sort of? I think
0: it is more that post-apocalyptic. The reason they call it Blood Drive is, you take a part in a race where your cars run on human blood.
2: Nice.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So definitely, it's got that dystopian, dark future sort of uh, thing.
2: It's like Death Race Two Thousand, but without the high budget. Yeah, yeah. So
1: Eric, you have this next one listed.
2: Uh, apple Seed. That, that's,
0: no, this is actually. No,
1: no, I'm seeing. Uh, what is it? Armitage 3?
0: Yeah, we got up. Up to update your list.
1: No, I mean, I. I uh, but no, Armitage 3 this is the newest anime. list. I mean, uh, I literally it takes... opened it right before uh, we started. It's 75 deep. I mean, unless you added them as we were Hello, going live.
2: No, we have a different uh, order, it seems. Oh, it might have
1: just put the no votes and the one votes uh, in a different order.
2: The ties get mixed up. Yeah, that's possible.
0: Yeah, but uh, but I can talk about Armitage real quick. It's yeah, yeah, a, go for like, it. It's an I just anime, want to go with that because I have uh,
1: the, the image of it while we're going, you know, of their list.
0: Yeah, this one's actually an anime, two movies, an OVA, but it was pretty much a cop meets cyborg and like um, has the same kind of feel that you get from Almost Human, but there's a lot, a lot more style, a lot more visuals, very cyberpunk, I would say. We're no. inching into the postmodern cyberpunk too or post cyberpunk world. But cool. it's one of those mainstays of you're gonna see hacking, you're gonna see cybernetics, you're gonna see gunfights, you're gonna see yep. bright neon clothes. Like visually, it's one of the per it's one of the better ones.
1: Nice. Okay, cool. And then uh, after that I've got repo, the gen- the genetic opera. I don't know if you guys are familiar. But it's a music- I've only heard of it. Yeah, it's a musical, which I'm not a big fan of musicals. But this is definitely unique. It's like uh, big corporations like uh, giving people organ transplants and you know uh, um, synthetic body parts and organs basically. And like if they're late on payments, then the repo men come and they basically take your organs back. So sort they're of like killing people, you know, ripping them open and taking their organs back. But it's just like a kind of really dark, gory. Um, the the DP work and the actual filming, the lighting is is very uh, unique. It's got like a sort of I don't know, like, Dick Tracy meets uh, Dark City vibe when it comes to, like, the colorization. It has, like, a very comic book feel. But uh, if, you, if you hate musicals, you can probably tolerate it. I was able to. Because um, <laughs> it has enough of the good shit, you know what I mean? But um, but you might like musicals. And, and, and if you like musicals, you'll love this because it has the cyberpunk sort of dark fucked upness mixed with the music.
0: <laughs> I have the not they take a look at that then. I always sort of saw that, like, the ads for the promos and it just sort of looked like a horror musical to me didn't really, nothing really like stuck out to me but I think I'll take a look at that Yeah, check
1: it out, you'll see Um, yeah and then I'm seeing on my list there's two votes now um, for Black Hat so that has shifted up so see I think things are moving live for me as people are voting Um, so who knows if that's the case with why the list is shifting but it's still 75 deep so we'll we'll hit them all. (laughs) So, the next one is Metropolis. We'll yeah, Metropolis.
0: Uh, I know of Metropolis only through film class. Okay. what's uh, Sean, you know I think?
2: Is that the original Metropolis, like from the back in the 20s? It might be. I'm that's not, not sure. What I think of.
1: It's listed by Jonathan. Yeah. Um, it only has two votes.
2: It, it works because it's about, you know, this whole city that's run from machines down below and things get out of control and stuff. Okay. I mean, there's, it's, it's a silent movie.
0: Yeah. That was oh, like okay. what? 1920s or earlier, I think.
1: Oh, yeah, okay. We, well, hell, that might be yeah. the very they, first cyberpunk. <laughs> it
2: with the, it could be the, honestly, you know, I think,
1: what was that, Sean?
2: They, they redid it recently with uh queen doing the soundtrack. Oh, Quite wow. Okay. could have been 10 okay, or 15 years. Really cool. Yeah. yeah I'll have to look
1: that up then. I like queen. Um, so yeah, the next one on our list we've already talked about. It's hackers. I see Eric added that. Um, so we already know. Yeah, we talked about that. Next one, Ghost in a Shell, uh, the 2017 live action film. Did anybody see that? I
2: yeah. did not. Oh, I did. Um, it was enjoyable, I guess. I mean, it wasn't bad. I'm just a big, go- love-
1: I'm a huge Ghost in a Shell fan. I, I, I love yeah. all the films. All the anime. I don't care which version. I like all of them to be honest.
2: <laughs> well, the anime was very good, and I don't know if the movie was as good as the anime, but it was pretty good, in okay. my opinion. All right. Next, had a good action anyways. You know, and uh, I, I think that one of the major problems people seem to have was that they had a white person playing a character that they assume should be Japanese, even though she wasn't human; she was an right. android. But yeah, she's not yeah. human. <laughs> just only a
0: brain.
1: Yeah, and then exactly, we, and then we have really? Go- Ghost in a Shell, the new movie. Because I guess there's Ghost, yeah, in a I, Shell- yeah. yeah. Well, I
0: assume that's the new animes they're releasing. Right, I feel like they're what onto the fourth or fifth movie, continuing from the original Ghost in the Shell movie.
1: Right. Yeah. There's, uh, and I think all those anime versions. They're on, like, Crackle or Tubi or one of those. I think I saw them on one of those Or
0: Crunchyroll. There's, there's a lot of them. Ghost in the yeah, Show has yeah. a lot going on with it. There's different yeah. stories. So it's a hard one to sort of follow from beginning to end, but, yeah, but I, love I think f- a lot of them are really great. Yeah, and you can kind of yeah. jump
1: into any of them. It's not like you have to watch them in order. Like, you can, you get it, and it and it just dives you into that fucking cyberpunk vibe. You know, I love it. Yeah.
0: I love it. And uh, Ghost in the Show did a really good job of, it's like, not just going into the cyberpunk like aesthetic, but they went beyond it. I think like I think they fall into the post cyberpunk world of. Oh yeah, it's
1: almost like, sci-fi. Like, the, all the and, like, yeah, 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 and
0: it really deals with more of that transhumanism of what it is to be human and where does technology end and we begin almost. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like there's a lot more philosophies. I got opened up because of cyberpunk. I think. Yeah. Oh, totally. There.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I agree with you a hundred percent. I think Ghost in a Shell is kind of that post cyberpunk you know ev- ev- evolution or whatever of, of the philosophy in itself. But, um, but yeah, and I, and I love the, uh, well, I, I won't get into it yet cause I think it's listed, but it's not here yet. It probably got more votes. I'm, I'm not sure. But the next one that I got on my list here is Appleseed. seed. Um, and you, yeah, you, you that's that. I'm familiar. I have the, I have a couple of the, uh, the uh, comics and uh, a couple of the books and stuff, but, um, yeah. but I haven't watched a lot of the anime.
0: See, I've watched um, probably about half the animes they released. I saw the eighties I saw the eighties one. I saw the first two new ones and I know they are like an alpha and like Omega one they released. And I have all the comics too from Dark Horse. And it is again, it is one of the quintessential, like it, it is solidly in their cyberpunk, like the visuals and just the character feels of how the transitioning. But yeah, I still yeah. think it probably leans like Ghost in a Shell a little bit more at that post because everybody's already used to it in a way. Right, right. Like and a lot of these, bad.
1: what I see a lot of too is when it comes to anime, not many. And that's why I'm excited for that Netflix one that's like been, you know, got the exact IP from Cyberpunk, the anime that's going to come out next year. I'm excited for mm-hmm. that because it seems like up till now, most of the anime like Ghost in a Shell, Appleseed, any of the other ones that we're going to mention, we're going to get into um, like Cowboy Bebop and stuff. They're very cyberpunk, but all of them, all of them, have that sci-fi space vibe like it's a little evolved from cyberpunk it's not necessarily high tech low life stuck in that dystopian future but still with that high tech shit you know what i mean like it's always like a little past just like they made it a little bit beyond so that's why i'm kind of excited for um to see what happens you know and i think that we're going to get a lot of great content like i said when red comes out and then the video game comes out. It's just gonna go. I, I hope and I believe that it. it's it's gonna go so mainstream. We're gonna see like a wave of new fans and content and people, and it's just
0: gonna blow up. Hopefully. Well, just because of the fact that we have this many movies that have gone on for like the past, technically eighty years, counting Metropolis. Now, probably more than ninety years now with Metropolis. So yeah. It was like so. Cyberpunk's been around. People have been watching it. They just haven't had a core cyberpunk, like genre. Right. <laughs> right. Punk has always sort of been on the fringes it's been niche it hasn't been its own real solid genre yeah. and I think now people are starting to see that in like lists list like this and us talking I think they're going to find that group and I think yeah, that's yeah. going to be good for the community as a whole
1: exactly um, okay so next on the list here and I see you voted for it too is Upgrade
0: yeah that one I've only heard of I think that Upgrade was the one with ah forgetting his name now Bane Tom Hardy oh okay yeah so I've only heard that one it looked very cyberpunk to me and really- I think you seen it Sean
2: no I but it looks good I, I want to it's one of the few on my list I only have about three or four I really wanted to see but I'm gonna have a few more today but yeah yeah is it
0: but it seems like it's that sort of on that fringe where cyberpunk is becoming a thing now it's going upgrading for the modern era so I want to see it I just haven't found it on a streaming service yet
2: Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, and then we have The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the 8th Dimension. <laughs>
2: it, but I'm not that, sure how cyberpunk.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say like uh it's funny. That one's pretty crazy. It got 3 votes though, but again, I think just like a lot, you know, it has some aspects, you know, it has some elements to it. But a majority of that to me is just it's not necessarily Cyberpunk, I would I wouldn't say.
2: So.
1: <laughs> um, let's see. Next on the list, Outlaw Star.
0: I don't know it. I've seen the anime. Yeah. I think I, I don't know if there was a manga for it. But I would definitely say there's a lot of uh it has that those fringe elements of it. Exactly. It doesn't feel like a straight of cyberpunk, but some of the style is there. It definitely feels more like a sci-fi. Mm -hmm. But I can see where some of the elements are. Yeah. Uh, Bubblegum Crisis, Crash. Uh, That's a good one. That is a really solid one, I think.
2: It is, again, a little too far in the future for my liking. Mm -hmm. You know, they fly around in spaceships and stuff, so...
0: Well, Cyberpunk does too, but just not nearly as much. But this one has more of that android feel, of that transhumanism. So it's like in that same Ghost in the Shell vein of... A little bit beyond, but they do have that growing pains. Mm-hmm. so they're trying to de- deal with that, so you have a lot of low-life feel to yeah, it. Yeah, and
2: real, like, outlawish type characters.
1: Nice. What about iRobot? That's the next in the list. That's a
2: great one. That, that one, that's a...
0: I will definitely say iRobot yeah. fits a lot of the aesthetics and a lot of that feel of a cyberpunk world, at yeah, least probably. in the corporate zone. Exactly. And it they're, doesn't
2: feel that low-life part, but... And the, the hacking aspect you know actual hackers commented in on this and said it was pretty accurate that they did a good job it wasn't all fantastical in the, the way it was done
1: right no and i love when uh when a when a film or series or something you know taps into enough of the elements of cyberpunk that you can love it and they were backed with enough budget to pull it off to where you don't have to compromise in your own mind to like it like a lot of you know for instance, a lot, of, a lot of go-to will be anime because you can get away with craziness by drawing it and creating it. When it comes to live action, it's very limited, and there's a lot of like B movie, you know, B and D level content where it's like you know it is, and you know it's almost kind of cheesy, but you can enjoy that aspect of it because you're getting all those cyberpunk elements, and it's kind of refreshing when you get to see a big Hollywood mainstream production get it right in in, in at least enough of the elements to enjoy it being a cyberpunk themed film you know
0: yeah it definitely it was be, beating more of that sci-fi and it it had nothing to do with asimov's book but it was still really good i think *Fry <laughs> robot yeah next
1: here uh split second split
0: second if that's the one i'm thinking of with justin timberlake that was actually surprisingly enjoyable because the currency was removed from the world and everyone sort of gets paid in time to live So the more (laughs) work you do or the more
1: expensive or the, yeah. with Justin Timberlake and they had like the counter on their arm or something, right?
0: Is that it? No. Well, I am wrong. This is actually a movie called split second with Rucker Hauer. Oh, okay. Which actually is (laughs) probably a much better one. Cyberpunk than the split second thing with the one I'm thinking of. But no, this one's actually Rucker Hauer. I saw a few people talking about this on YouTube is actually (laughs) Goodish <laughs> for as much as it can be. But hey. you got Rucker Howard playing these badass cop going against hunting down this murderer that I won't give anything away, but that is just like always one step ahead of him. And it just has that lawman, like the world is like just beat up, A global warring has melted everything. Nice. And it it does feel like very cyberpunky, very grungy mm. and so it was actually really good. I enjoyed it.
1: Nice. All right, next. Tier. But it's just
0: like. But if we go to that thing where we're talking about production value for a cyberpunk movie. It's like, eh, you'll see the problems.
1: Yeah. Next here is Psychopass. Have you guys seen that?
0: I think I've seen like one episode of this, and it is really very good. much in that anime feel. Yeah, yeah. It, it has is very anime.
1: What I like is it's not too like sci fi evolved beyond, like we were talking about before. This one is definitely almost toned back a little, but like the weapons and what they're doing and predicting stuff and whatever. Uh, it just, it it definitely has that dystopian future. Uh, I don't know, tech element to it and, yeah. you know, darkness to it. But I like that it didn't go too far beyond, you know, the elements that they do have are grounded in stuff. It's pretty good. I like it. Um, hmm. Next on the list. And I think that's on Psychopaths is still on Hulu. I believe you can go see that. Um, Eon Flux, man. the, the I, I love the Eon <laughs> Flux franchise. The original cartoons when they were on, like, Liquid Television or MTV Oddities back in the day, I think is where I first saw it when I was a kid. And, yeah, um,
0: that's where I saw it too.
1: Yeah, and then I, I remember downloading all the cartoons, like, back, back in the day when Napster and all that shit was a thing and LimeWire and you could, like, steel content i remember get, getting those cartoons and being so excited you were your
0: own little net runner yeah and I,
1: I could watch those again and now i have uh the you know the the dvd compilation of all the animated uh films which is pretty cool it has them all in order and everything but i'm a fan of the the live action film which is what this one is listed as too i like anything on flux but but yeah that's on the list
0: i wasn't the biggest fan of the live action film how dare that's you that's think- <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I see Elon you know, Flux. I think like the liquid. I I think no, the I original. Know. I just didn't think like it couldn't keep up. Like I saw what they were trying to do. It wasn't. Bad, well, I mean, goddamn, if they were gonna do it, it was so if they
1: were gonna compare the anime, if they yeah. were gonna do it so close to anime, it would be borderline porn. You know, I think they had to kind of tone down the nipple licks and the fucking crazy shit. You know, like they <laughs> they stuck with her being more of like an assassin, and I, I don't know the aesthetics in the set design I can get lost in man I love that shit but, um, but yeah I know what you mean totally but I'm just I'm a big Eon Flux yeah. fan so I can I'll eat that shit every it day was a, all it's that. a great series <laughs> the next on the list is Mr. Robot I'm a huge fucking fan of that series I love that shit you, see, you guys I haven't seen do- it I can't comment Sean I see you voted for it
2: word. yeah I meant to refer to this one before when I thought when you said iRobot I thought you were saying Mr. Robot it was my mistake oh okay, Mr. okay. Robot. yes
1: yeah Mr. Robot I love that shit that's very fucking Netrunner style I like it because it's like the typical hacker sort of series or movie like we were talking before but it definitely has that dystopian dark future vibe without all the futuristic shit because it's not like it's set in the far future but it has that vibe with the, the lighting and his drug use and the the schizophrenias, crazy shit in his head and I don't know it just takes you in this dark realm it's really I love that that series
2: and he's a fantastic actor oh yeah so he really together that it's a tough role because he's an unusual character
1: yeah yeah he's amazing yeah okay next on the list ergo proxy you guys seen that
0: i've seen a little bit of it it's definitely one of those i think it was mid-2000s anime very dark very cyberpunk character looks like Amy Lee from Evanescence
1: yeah yeah no I love it because of the style you know the it's very stylized I think exactly exactly but I love that one and I think that one's still on Hulu too either Hulu or Netflix I can't remember um, next on the list is Mute somewhere and Mute I think I saw on it was either Netflix or Amazon Prime I'm not sure but um, have you guys? seen I will that? say
0: Netflix because that's where I saw it. Okay, cool. I've you saw New- it too?
1: Yeah, I was really surprised at how good that was. I had it in my list because I was like, "All right, cool. I'll watch that when I don't have other things." It seems like it could be cool. And then when I watched it, I was like, "Oh shit! Okay, yeah, they're totally tapping into like aspects of that world,
0: you know." I think hmm. they did a great job of, and is definitely one of those live actions that is and that cyberpunk, the world of Cyberpunk twenty twenty, like that twenty 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 seventy seven and red, that kind of we're at that edge where everything is grungy people aren't happy everything is stylized but it's done so well and you're seeing from perspective of someone low on the ground it's like i will say mute even though it wasn't wasn't the best movie out there i think it's one of those core cyberpunk movies where you can watch that you will know what cyberpunk is and it was very subtle too it wasn't like overdone in a lot of ways Right. Like no, they weren't beating you over the head with this guy no, has exactly. a cybernetic limb or something. And it was
1: great <laughs> acting too to me. Like, you know, everyone was like almost over the top, but they were just to that limit where it was like you felt like everyone was a fucking character. You know what I mean? Like it was great. Yeah. <laughs> Next on the list, Tank Tank Girl, classic, <laughs> man. I love Tank Girl. I have all Tank the comics. Tank Girl's pretty I- epic. Yeah, I have all the comics and then when the film came out back in the day, I loved it. Um yeah. N- nothing more to say about that I think everybody knows Tank Girl um, Tank
0: Girl is a nomad's wet dream yeah yeah it has that <laughs>
1: post-apocalyptic feel more than uh, the cyberpunk but it still has so many elements you know with the corporation and the water spare sparsity and how they deal with it and like I don't know it's just a definitely nomad vibe it's awesome it's what I picture like cyberpunk is when you leave the major cities you know it's Tank Girl world out there. oh yeah right <laughs>
2: okay.
1: um, next on the list Br- would- Brazil yeah, Brazil. Yeah. yeah
2: this okay, one, that, only sounds, heard that sounds familiar.
1: I yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it, but that uh, sounds familiar.
2: I've seen Brazil, and, uh, you know, it's the guy from Monty Python did this one. And it's dark oh, for sure. Oh,
1: that's that tripped out uh, one, right? Like, uh, yep.
2: I'm only, He's like a mechanic or something. Like, he fixes stuff in yeah, this yeah, city. Yeah. It's an older movie. older
1: movie, right? 85. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, Terry Gilliam. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I vaguely things. remember that. Okay, cool. That definitely has that vibe. Yeah, I'll, it's I'll very re- dark. Yeah, I'll have to revisit that. Um, it was tripped out if I'm remembering properly, but I was young. Um, yeah. Next on the list, Dark City.
2: I've seen this. Okay. Dark City, I wouldn't say cyberpunk, personally, but it has some cool elements to it. It does. It has some minor
0: elements, I would say. So yeah. that authoritarian little guy in the situation and being a cog almost but also trying to figure things out. It'd be a great sort of mystery for a cyberpunk world almost.
1: Okay. Mm. Well, this, this next one on the list, let Sean explain what it is. Cause it's orphan black. And I know when you explained, I was like, Oh shit, that's cool. And I looked it up. I was like, Oh, it's on Amazon prime. So now I've got, they have like every season on there. I have them all on my list. I'm going to dive into that uh, next week when Valerie's off, we're going to, we're going to start checking that out, but tell us about it.
2: Literally my favorite cyberpunk show. It's, <laughs> A Canadian CBC uh, combination and it's basically about clones Uh, the main character, I won't give too much away but it's the beginning the main character is at a subway station and in Toronto and she sees basically herself and before she has a chance to kind of go over this person and say oh my god we're we're like looked exactly the same she jumps into the subway and gets hit, right, she kills herself and so then she's trying to figure out what's going on, but she keeps on encountering other clones of herself. Oh, and there's a awesome. whole big conspiracy going on, and it's, it's a great. And the actress is amazing because she plays all the different clones. And there are scenes where she plays like three of her clones in the same scene all together, and it's just incredible.
1: Nice. Now I'm excited to, to start watching that. It looks cool. And it looks like it's yeah, good production value the... too.
0: Yeah, that seems like it reminds me of uh, whatever happened on Monday on Netflix, one of those movies. It had sort oh, of a yeah, clone yeah. situation, not the same as this one from yeah, what you're yeah. telling me, but it still has a sort of clone and a lot of more mystery to it. So it definitely though, yeah, yeah. sounds like it's a good one to watch.
1: Now this this next it's one on this next one on the list, it, it's exactly what I was talking about when it's like, oh yeah, totally cyberpunk, I can get into it because of that, but you can you have to get past the B-movie aspect, the low budget aspect. And that's Nemesis. Uh, and oh, i think gosh. i think that's the whole nemesis right. the whole nemesis franchise you know from one up till yeah. now like it's always like back in the day the first one was probably the the biggest out of the franchise the one that had the most money was the originals you know what i mean like it was the better Mm -hmm. one after that they just kept getting worse and worse and worse and i think there was like (laughs) the most recent one was done like uh, last year the year before and it was like oh my god like i can't even finish it
0: (laughs) i i only saw the first one and then there's like it started to pain me when i started thinking and seeing stuff for the others it's just like nope there's only one nemesis and that was special in its own way. Yeah, exactly. It was good. Next one on it the list.
1: Good Next one on the list I thought I hadn't seen. And then it's the Cyber City uh, Oedo 0808. The, yeah. The three-episode uh, uh, series or whatever. And I, I
0: have that in my DVD collection.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought I didn't see that when I can't remember who listed it was talking about or something. And I think maybe, Sean, you mentioned it too in the comments or something. And then I went and looked it Let up. Me. I was like, oh, no, you said it was on – somebody told me it was on YouTube. I don't know, but I looked at I, I watched. Them, I was like, "Oh my god!" I totally remember that shit from like the mid '90s is when I when I first saw it, um, and and it it holds up. It's still awesome. <laughs> the dialogue yep. is great. I even posted a little video clip uh, from one of those episodes in the Cyberpunk Uncensored group on Facebook. I don't know if you guys saw it. But I it's did. yeah, where <laughs> I, I think did. it's like the techie girl, the scientist, and she's like, Hey, are we gonna go out on a date? And he's just so quick to be like, No, we're not gonna go on a date. He's like, Why? Why can't we go out? And he's like, well for one, the weather's bad and I'm a cop and you're this and I don't want to go and I don't feel good and I don't like the food and I gotta go places. I'm not doing it. And she's like, Oh, so we can go tomorrow? Okay, fine, we'll go tomorrow. I'll pick you up. And it's just like, What the <laughs> heck just happened? Like, it's so great, like just the, the sassy fucking wackiness to it, you know? And um, well, Rob,
0: the funny thing about that one, the guy who did Goku Midnight Eye same guy who did cyber city
1: oh okay cool well then i'm looking forward to checking that one out then most definitely um let's see on here next one is batman beyond
2: i never saw it
0: very good yeah definitely cyberpunk i say yeah i
1: I think that'll work i think i think a lot of the batman uh, films can kind of work in that sense when you look at like the villains being very like poser gang like the bozos, if you will, you know what I mean, or yeah. like, I don't know. It just has that very, you know, Gotham is definitely Night City esque. I would say it's like maybe cyberpunk vibe, but pre-cyberpunk. Whereas like a lot of animes push that evolved cyberpunk because
0: they really been pushing like the genetics and cybernetics that's, and that's technology true. just was really expanding on that one. Yeah, and it brought cool. a whole new bunch of problems for the Batman, both of them actually. Yeah, yeah. But I would definitely you say look at Bad and Beyond. And you look at some of, the,
1: some of the villains, too, not just the Booster Gang, you know, Poser Gang style of like Joker's people, but look at some of the other villains with their cybernetic esque sort of get up, you know? So, like, it oh, definitely yeah. has that, like with Freeze and um, Bane, and, well, you know, there's just so many, uh, you know, characters in that. It's It's got that vibe. What were you going to say?
0: Oh, no, I was going to agree with you.
1: Okay, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> next on the list is water world uh, heather listed that <laughs> heather is really? uh she plays stitch the techie on team two with sean um i think wa- water world could work that can work it definitely has that post-apocalyptic um yes. that sci that sci-fi touch of the evolving with the gills and all that you know it has that but i think the dystopian post-apocalyptic vibe to it and some of the tech it probably in my book leans a little more towards steampunk ask if you will post-apocalyptic steampunk if you can but um but i sort of see that but it has a cyberpunk vibe I'll, i think it's good i like the movie in general
0: yeah, i would definitely like in the world of cyberpunk Waterworld will sort of be what you envision some of the pirates would be like some of those pirate nomad yeah. groups almost totally right like they would have that kind of aesthetic
1: exactly yeah, yeah, I think just like Tank Girl it's like maybe Tank Girl is what you can picture when you leave the cities of cyberpunk you know Night City and you know, Neo Tokyo and you head into the wastelands or whatever you know what I mean I think maybe Waterworld yeah. is like what happens when you leave the cities and you get out to open waters maybe where there's like fucking pirates and shit going on you know I could see that
0: what's next on the list uh, let's see we got uh, Please,
1: classic Total Recall
0: Probably. which one we got two here oh yeah
1: this is the 2012 one so this one's okay yeah. but it's not the. I, I
0: will give the visuals it wasn't great yeah yeah but it, yeah, was, it was, was fairly decent also, it, it hit the same i visual points so like i Robot did i think in storytelling
1: yeah to me it had the same fucking letdown that like the the new blade runner did to me you know where like you have all this hope and then you see yeah. it and compared to the original you're like damn it like it's just not enough. See, not I don't enough.
0: compare a Little Recall, to the new one, to the original. That's the thing. I don't compare them. Oh, okay. Well, I'm I guess if you don't,
1: you can enjoy it a little better. You know what I mean? But to me, the second you, I feel that it's that vibe or that continuation, whether sequel, prequel, continuation, or completely different, but under the same name, or remake, whatever, anytime I do that, I'm always going to think of the original because that's what it's based on, you know? I can't help it. But if you can separate that, I guess that would make it a better film, you know?
0: It helps. It helps a lot.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so next on the list is Tetsudo the Iron Man.
0: Love this it. one, I only know I'm passing, so Sean, you take it away. You know this better than me.
2: Oh, this is a real classic one. I mean, it's I mean, it's kind of odd, I guess. Uh, it's almost like an artistic thing. But basically, it's this guy who something happens, and and the machine parts start to kind of like take over his body you'd have to see it to understand it it's, it's weird
0: okay, but cool. it's a good one yeah, it it's definitely cool. an interesting Japanese movie I know that much do you know if it's yeah. is it
1: streaming anywhere that you know where we could go check it out I think it's on Amazon Prime actually okay nice I'm gonna check that out um, next Videodrome
2: okay
0: I haven't seen that in a long time yeah yeah it's just
1: That's one of cute. those classics you know um, taps into the elements um, I see you guys voted for it
2: yeah yeah, no, it's a great one. I mean, I love it because also it's a Canadian director, so I always love when it's a Canadian director.
1: Yeah, and we should add uh, to anyone listening or watching that you're Canadian if they haven't guessed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, cool. Yeah, moving on. Equilibrium is next. I already said, love that fucking movie, uh, you know, for the style and stuff. I always get that. Like, when I when I first uh, think of that, and uh, what was the other one, Ultraviolet or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, and there's another one too that I always get mixed up. There's like three. I can't think of it now, but I, I always get those mixed up when I say the names, but they both very stylized, like in in what it is, you know?
0: Yeah, it's like what Christian Bale and. and oh, the guy who always dies, Sean Bean, were in that, and it was just. <laughs> it's a sure. win for me. The guy who <laughs> like, always dies. There's so much about this. Stuff. Hey, he has like a record, I think. Yeah, yeah. But both of them in that, like, he only has a little bit of screen time, but that movie just it does a really great job of showing like post-apocalyptic sort of post-apocalyptic cyberpunk like it has a very solid feel for me
1: yeah totally Um, and then next we have Tron this is the 1982 Tron Mm. Um, and I gotta say I liked I liked the new uh, remake or whatever as well or sequel, I guess it was, right? Yeah, it was a sequel. Um, yeah, I li- I liked that too. Uh, I-, I felt like they did, it, they did a great job. Um, but the original, obviously, like when I was a kid, when that came out, it was just like almost mind-blowing, like the glowing and all that shit. Like it was really cool. Um, anybody else want to add anything?
0: I think it's perfect for Cyberpunk and sort of that – the meat space into the net space idea, like – it really expands on it. it. Touches on something that a lot of these movies don't of the more the uh, net running aspects. Yeah, and it has just the being whole, in that technology, and it has that
1: whole death game vibe. You know what I mean? How mm-hmm. like all the old school cyberpunk esque films always incorporate like some type of like game where it's like you know uh, people are dying and we're using it as entertainment. You know what I mean? Like that's always so cyberpunk. I love it. Um, okay, next on the list, hardware. Sean, you added hardware.
2: Yeah, hardware is, is definitely cyberpunk, it's, uh, I wouldn't say it's like the most amazing story in the world, but visually really cool, and it's basically a guy who goes out into the wastelands to recover, you know, artifacts, and he brings back something that he doesn't realize it's still kind of on, uh, it's a, a robot, and he thinks it's just parts that he's going to be able to sell, but no, it's alive still, and it's not friendly.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, it yeah, sounds really I'm familiar, sure it but for some, great. for some reason I'm not remembering it, but I'm I'm pretty sure I've seen it.
0: Um, well, but it funny so, enough, sounds really familiar. I think Dylan McDermott's in Hardware, who's also in Automata, so okay. Dylan yeah. McDermott doesn't <laughs> do well with robots. <laughs> That's,
1: That's awesome. Uh, next you added was Max Hedrum. Max Hedrum oh, defi- uh, definitely has that absolutely.
2: cyberpunk vibe. For sure. It has so many of the elements, it's ridiculous. And it's a classic, and you know? And ahead of its time, too, because it was really early on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think I heard something about they might be getting a reboot, too. I am not 100% on really? that.
1: Yeah, I read something about that, but that was a while back. I wonder if that ever came to fruition or if it got slowed or something. We'll have to look into that. That'd be cool.
2: Uh, and the guy who plays Max Headroom is in Orphan Black.
1: Nice. Oh, cool. <laughs> That's neat. I'll have to look out for him. That's really cool. Um, yeah, next on the list, uh, Lawnmower Man.
2: Yeah, I see that. Um, and very, that, that's a classic. classic.
1: I think that was probably, you know, I remember after Lawnmower Man and during that time was the time you could go to like your local mall and pay to get into one of those big virtual reality things. Remember, you would like put it on and everything was just like cubism, like you would walk downstairs and shoot like a mm-hmm. gun, which was just this ball, not even a laser, it'd be like, Boo! <laughs> like, go at the at your friend who was yes. in another thing a little bit away from you. Anyways, that was, like, the first of virtual reality, but Lawnmower Man always had that sort of, like, it got me into computers when I was a kid. Like, I remember seeing that and being thinking it was cool. Like, it was a very, to me, very, like, netrunner vibe. You know what I mean? Very much so. Yeah. It's like, it
0: was one of that, mm-hmm. that one was showing, like, the fears of that, the net space versus the meat space kind of situation of moving between them. Yeah, yeah. Just how technology can sort of, be a little dangerous in the wrong hands yeah,
1: almost. He was about to drop some uh, serious data crash, man. He was about to take out everything, you know, take it over. <laughs> but He's yeah. Harsh. Um, yeah. The next one here on the list, one of those examples, like I was saying, that gets it, gets it right in enough of the elements that you can love it for a cyberpunk vibe. And thank God they had a big budget behind it because it, it helps sell it. But demolition, man.
0: Yes okay definitely
1: yeah i think that's got that classic uh you know you know it has that cyberpunk vibe that futuristic you know techie aspect to it but but like the style like the amount that they put into that i mean just like even from the clothing that people are wearing in the background you know what i mean like the little details i think are just awesome totally takes you in that world
0: what's that just the storytelling too
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. And it, it that's probably... Like it's, the
0: it's a deconstruction of the action hero, almost.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's also, it was like the first uh, touching into, like, kind of what altered uh, um, altered carbon ran with, with the, like, freezing of a body and bringing him out later to handle some business, you know what I mean? <laughs> a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, okay, next, Black Rain. I'm not, that's not ringing a bell for me.
0: This one's actually really good. I've seen it before. Which one? Black Rain.
2: Yeah, I know there's a lot of Black Rains. Which one is it?
0: I'm going to go with, I think it's the uh, Michael Douglas Japanese, where he's uh, a cop in Japan. Because that's okay. the only one I can think uh. of that cyberpunk. Uh, you have these two cops who go, end up going to Japan to investigate a crime, but since they're on Japanese territory, they don't have jurisdiction. So they have to sort of work through with the Japanese police force to go after the criminals, which I think was a Yakuza. And it was just nice. a really like stylized noir '80s film. Like the cyberpunk and the science was real low, but you could feel that the essence of the cool, the elements. So I think it was a, definitely a good one. I would recommend it for anyone who sort of likes that neo noir that cyberpunk brings to the world. Nice. Yeah, I
2: liked it a lot. I didn't think of it as so much cyberpunk though, because I thought it was just more modern, kind of the way it is. I'll
1: have to, I'll uh, to check it out. I don't know. No, it's good. Yeah, Next on our list, um, Tron. This is the 2010 one. And this one actually got a little more votes than the original. And now I'm imagining it's just people being familiar. Uh, maybe they like the better special effects because of the time that it came out. But um, again, like I said, I love both of them.
0: Yeah, they're both good. I think there was a cartoon series too. Yeah, really? I think you're right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for Disney. I but didn't it was see still that. Young yeah. adult, so. Yeah. Um, hmm. Next on the list here, Altered Carbon, Resleeved. It's in my list on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet, but it's Wait, the, was... the animated. Uh, it's Altered Carbon, not the live-action series, but it's okay. yeah, the animated film, I believe it is. Um, I it's think called,
0: it's uh, in between what happens in the series. Season like,
1: 1 and Season 2, right?
0: No, I mean between when he goes into the thing and when he wakes up. Oh, is so that He's right? in there for those few hundred years, I think.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. See, I haven't watched it yet. I, I have it on my list. Um, yeah. Next on the list here, ghost in a shell. This is the 2045 one, the one that's on Netflix right now. Um, mm-hmm. I added that, that one gets mixed reviews, man. Like anyone into cyberpunk or especially in the ghost in a shell, a lot of people that I meet either hate it or love it. And I, cause of the animation, um,
0: I haven't seen it yet. Like, I love I it. Seen I think anything.
1: it has like a weird vibe to the way that the characters are. It has almost like a CGI esque feel to it versus like Japan, anime style that you might be used to with ghost in a shell anime. But I don't know, man. I love the writing, the characterization, the way that they brought, brought him in. And like, I love it. And I love the animation. Um, I, I think I still have a couple more episodes to watch. Uh, me and Val watched that almost at least an episode. Uh, every few days, but we try to draw it out because we really enjoy it. (laughs) We didn't want to just binge it and be done with it.
0: No, I know how you feel. Is that where Valve got inspiration for Raven?
1: Um, Possibly. And anybody watching, yeah, Val's my wife. She plays Raven, the solo assassin on Team 2. But yeah, possibly. I mean, she definitely loves uh, that series. Um, Next on the list here is Dark Angel. Sean, you added that one?
2: Yeah, I love Dark Angel. I I was so upset they canceled it.
0: Well, they uh, had a good run on Fox, longer than most other shows.
2: <laughs> well, wasn't only on for about three years, or like I said, good run on Fox. I never watched it. <laughs> I never saw it.
0: It was actually really right. good. Right. Had Jessica Alba. Um, who was a director?
2: Somebody. Oh, um, someone big. James Cameron, I think. I think you're right. Yeah, and they had a good budget after, too. Yeah, they, it was after there was an EMP that shut down all the grid everywhere, and it was like a like almost like a depression era. And there was genetic manipulation stuff going on. There was, like, a guy who was kind of part lion. Yep. At one point, yeah. So it was really cool. Lots of, And, like, the main characters were all delivery people, on the bike delivery people, which I think is a great profession for Cyberpunk.
0: Yeah, that's what I'd have Panzer as. But, it was, mm. uh, but also, like, one of the main characters was also, he's a hacker trying to make things better mm. and show that the corruption runs very deep. And she pretty much plays a solo that's his legs on the ground like doing all the little right. side missions. Nice. So, yeah, I great. would definitely say Dark Angel has a lot of good cyberpunk elements to it, if not just it is cyberpunk. Nice. <laughs>
2: exactly.
1: Well, next on the list, Escape from New York. Classic. Awesome. Great. Not much more to say about it. It definitely has that combat <laughs> zone post-apocalyptic but high-tech sort of low life like uh gritty, you know, it has that cyberpunk gritty vibe to it, but it's a classic. I'm sure everyone's already seen it if you haven't. Watch it. What the it, hell? It's a closet. Yes. Yeah. Um, next, uh, Elysium. 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 Yes. Um, I think I've seen I that. Seen I'm vaguely remembering that. This has that.
0: Matt Damon. It's the same guy who did District 9 and Chappie. Okay, yeah, yeah. i This is the it. middle movie he did.
1: Yeah, it has like a, I, mo- a sci-fi, but uh, it has
0: like... Uh, See, I'd argue that. i say this one is actually very much into the cyberpunk world of you have everyone on the ground who is poor, trying to make it corporations or anything, and you got the corporations living in the satellites like they do in Cyberpunk 2020 and 77, and they are like, you literally have a guy graft on a power suit armor to his spine to try to make a difference, not because he's doing it for good, because he's doing it for himself. It's like, you can't get more low-life high-tech than that.
1: Yeah, maybe, mm-hmm. I, maybe I haven't seen that. Maybe I was confusing that with uh, something else. Uh, yeah, yeah this one,
0: hit, I think it hits all the points on Cyberpunk 2020. Of like, you can go in the book and you will see stuff. They have an AK <laughs> and you will see with, stuff like, high explosive <laughs> rounds.
1: That was awesome. <laughs> I mean, you will see stuff. But uh, <laughs> is there anywhere you know that it's streaming right now?
0: No, I don't. Son of so a, a bitch. It might be on Netflix, but <laughs> I, I haven't seen it pop up you have to look
1: because I thought I saw so that. On? I thought I saw yeah, it. Yeah, it wasn't. But the way you described it, it doesn't. I don't think I did. I have to look it up. Um, okay, next on the list: Strange Days. I'm sure we've all seen this.
0: Whoa. Yes. Well, Again, one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, I think that's got that. Fits in one another one of those classics, uh, as far as Cyberpunk and that dark vibe. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it definitely has that style to it. Just how the characters play. It's yeah, like, I want to say their attitudes. Their um, attitudes. They're all like. I yeah, feel like Ralph. F- Ralph Fiennes had a lot of influence on a Dodger there.
1: Yeah, I would say like yep. the, the attitudes in that are definitely like the people that wrote the cyberpunk uh, rule books and stuff. You know how like they have that sassy fucking yeah. dark attitude or whatever. Like it just reminds me of that. Um, totally. Yeah. Next on the list, Judge Dread. Don't
2: don't know it. Not oh, the really?
0: perfect, not the perfect representation, but really good <laughs> trying at least for the like visuals. I say. And this is for the Oh yeah. Still the Vester Still version.
1: Yeah. No, it had budget. You know what I mean? Like I feel it like the... there? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> do you hear me? You hear me? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I thought thought maybe I dropped off or something. No, I think like again, like that's one of those movies that has like the budget, like the action, the effects, like it just has that that gritty, like intense vibe, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I'll definitely agree with that. Yeah. It when we get to dread it'll be an upgrade but we'll talk about that one later
1: yeah yeah um okay next alita battle angel has anybody seen this all of them mm. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all of them
2: there's only two but yeah 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 oh okay
0: no i no, think I've they're awesome
1: it. the effects and everything like it's just pretty fucking amazing the cybernetic aspects to it um it definitely yeah, fits I... that cyberpunk vibe <laughs>
0: It does. I would definitely give that one two thumbs up for understanding what cyberpunk does feel like. You no, know, and it seems like We're, one sort of
1: the of... one of those movies that like if you love cyberpunk, you fucking like you love it. And yet it's a movie like you didn't even know was coming. Like it seemed to have come out of nowhere. Like I didn't hear a lot of hype about it. And then all of a sudden it was out. And I was like, wait, what is that? <laughs> you know, like, I, I yeah, feel, I feel like it, it. they didn't do enough justice in the marketing of that film. Because it's fucking. It's, it's I think cool. it was
0: coming out at a hard time, and just the way the film industry is now, competing against the the Marvels and the DCs, is just it just it couldn't get the same cedar, the same people watching it, even though he had Robert Rodriguez and James Cameron backing it. it I just, could see that. And hopefully the sequel comes out, and it has a strong anime following too. Yeah, from yeah. The books.
1: Exactly. Um, all right. Next on the list, the Eon Flux anime. Um, we've already talked about the film. The anime obviously got, you know, over two times the amount of votes um, than the live-action film. Because it's better. Yeah, I think we all know, like, you know, it's just got that <laughs> fucking sexier vibe. And you can get away with a lot more in anime, you know, like the action and the flipping, the the uh, uh, how she's...
0: a uh... Well, just the visuals alone. Yeah, like, yeah. I, mean, I remember the cityscapes and, like, just how strange they were, but they really stood out. Oh, yeah. And the stories they t- would tell, it was... It did a lot, I think, not just for animation on the state side, but just how storytelling was for cartoons, in a way. It showed that they could be adult over here, too, as well as in Japan. Oh, exactly. Exactly.
1: Um, next on the list, speaking of, like, that same sort of anime that kind of gets it right, Cowboy Bebop. Um, classic to me. I, I feel like it's, it's going to fit in that for a long time, um, but it definitely, like most of them, it has, you know, pushes a little beyond the cyberpunk. It has that sci-fi sort of Space, yeah, vibe to it, you know, but it's still awesome. It, it,
0: it <laughs> feels more like a space noir than anything. Like, yeah. The yeah, cyberpunk is there, the elements are there, but it's not a cyberpunk,
1: yeah. Um, this, totally nec- this next one, I added Black Mirror. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but to me, yes. man, try. <laughs> I try. I love it as much as Love, Death, and Robots in the sense that, like, it's uh, you know, it has you know a bunch of different things, but all within that vibe. And it might tap into a little bit of like suspense horror, if you will, but enough of it is fucking like dystopian dark future, you know, like robotic style oh, yeah. darkness.
0: <laughs> the technology, everything, it, it it lines up. Like every little episode does have enough to make it feel like this would be in a cyberpunk world. albeit we don't see the entire cyberpunk world, I think.
1: Exactly. Um, next on the list, you've already mentioned it: dread. Uh, the 2012 Um, that's the one that, that you mentioned earlier um, yeah I the, ge- I the guess, better
0: the Judge Dredd movies
1: yeah I'm um, seeing I thought you posted I guess you voted for it but yeah Stefan posted <laughs> that one Um, but yeah obviously that one you know gets a little little more votes than the other I see it's higher on the list yeah
0: but again more Carl Urban but it's just visually the budget the settings, everything about it. Like even the cybernetics they put in there were yeah, solid, but not over the top. Like every, if you go in there as a cyberpunk fan, you're going to see all the things that you know, but if you go in there just as a normal fan, you're just going to see a good movie.
1: Right. And, and I think like you said, you know, again, with these, I think what separates a lot is budget. You know, when you're going into live action, when it comes to cyberpunk style budget is definitely going to separate you from, you know, a, a D C B and A list movie, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not just gonna be yeah. be the acting, because you're you know, with cyberpunk and stuff like you're you're relying on a lot of effects and cybernetics and weapons and vehicles and whatever, you know what I mean?
0: You need that budget.
1: Um yeah. <laughs> uh next on the list, uh altered carbon. Uh mm. don't don't have to say too much about this. I think it's a modern Uh, badass uh, interpretation of, like, that cyberpunk vibe. It's kind of its own thing. Um, But man, does it it not tap into, like, the slums and the ultra-rich and, like, the combat zone sort of uh, black market vibe versus, like, high-rise fucking ultra-rich corporation-style shit. And then, like, the whole vibe of, like, police conspiracy murder-style stuff and paying off. Like, it, it has that whole... Um, I don't know cyberpunk cyberpunk uh, like society vibe. It might not tap into all the elements, but it taps into a lot of them. You know, it has a little bit of that sci-fi stuff, like like we were saying earlier. uh, Um, with the freezing of the body and bringing them out, you know, it 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 goes into some other stuff. But I mean, hell, that's one of the rumors with Johnny Silverhand, right? That yeah, his body was frozen mm. so anyways it, it taps into enough cyberpunk I think like god damn like Alter Carbon probably is one of the better more recent uh, interpretations or versions or vibes or however you want to word it of cyberpunk in, in my book what do you guys think
0: well I think if you remove the like space colonies and the sleeving Alter Carbon is right up there with like Elysium and Mute of it is just like in that perfect slot of everything about it is just cyberpunk but like only those two elements but those two elements are really great for what they're telling the story in Alter Carbon so mm. I find it great no matter what it's like 90% as is have you have so you I'll seen it argue Sean? It.
2: Sean have you seen uh, it? I because I uh, I was recommended reading to read the book by uh, someone in a writing group I'm part of and just after I finished it is when suddenly the series popped up so I loved it it was <laughs> oh, really cool and uh, really kind of I think, in fact, I like the series more than the book. Which usually isn't the case.
0: Nice. I heard that the series and the book are sort of different, so you're not going to get the same feel from them.
2: True mm-hmm. enough, yeah.
0: All right. Well, next on the list,
1: classic Robocop.
2: Yeah. I think you don't yes. have to
1: say much more about that. Everyone ignore all the fucking uh, sequels after two. I think like there's like seven of them or something, and they, they're just not. There's a lot of branches. Yeah, the yeah. comics
0: are good, though. I will recommend some of the comics, some of them.
1: Yeah, I feel like Ro- there's
0: a lot of those too.
1: Robocop kind of had happened to it, kind of like what I was saying about Nemesis, where like the first one came out, it had some budget. Not that Nemesis is even close to Robocop, but I'm saying in the same vibe of like Robocop had budget right, but- and it was done well. And then as it went on, like it just got lesser and lesser budget to the point where like the last few are just. It looks almost like student film style, just like how the last nemesis ones look like student <laughs> film, you know?
2: Yeah. It is a- changing the ratings too. Yeah. They they nail a lot of stuff uh in that one with you know the corporations taking over the city essentially and uh yeah the robotic uh police units and all that. It's really cool and uh stuff that hadn't been done yet.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I will mention the modern the newer version did a fairly good job yeah yeah at least hitting those same kind of points it wasn't a great movie by any means sort of unfortunately well, at least it had and the budget. same actor from at, all the carbon but yeah yeah at least it had it budget had a too budget.
1: yeah yeah so at least it looked right and all that you know so like even if you know you're spoiled by the classic or whatever at least it went beyond like all the horrible sequels that came after the original back in the day you know what i mean um it at least yeah did, did, looked better Um, but I, but I liked, I think was it RoboCop two and like, those were good. I I didn't, I didn't mind that. I thought that was cool. Um,
0: two was the last good breath we had of the RoboCop. Yeah. yeah. Um, next
1: on the list here is like I mentioned, it's love, death and robots. I think the difference is, is you typed out and when you added it and I put the plus symbol, like how it is in the title on Netflix. Um, but yeah, this one has a shitload more votes. Um, than the one that you added earlier, I think because it's been on here longer and obviously people love, love death and robots, uh, can't say enough about it every episode's different but it all fits in that vibe in a different way it's fucking awesome um yeah yeah one of my favorite ones is the one where the guy like well i don't even want to spoil anything but the guy uh beyond the rift or whatever uh, that one's fucking creepy and awesome but anyways i don't want to spoil it
0: touches each of those little mini episodes touches on so many different aspects of cyberpunk and just sci-fi yeah yeah
1: and I, but I also love how, like, each one of them, well, most of them, have, like, some type of twist at the end or, like, some weird mm-hmm. dark, like, ooh, like, it almost, like, touches on horror or thriller or weird, you know? Like, I don't know. It's really cool.
0: Well, it's like an animated version of Black Mirror almost.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, okay, next on the list, Johnny Mnemonic. I mean, classic. Johnny <laughs> Mnemonic was probably, like, the fir- one of the first cyberpunk um, films that was, like, beyond the hacker movie style hackers you know and into that like full-on net runner with like the cyberpunk vibe stuff you know
0: yeah mm-hmm. and it, it had the budget it had a lot of good visuals mm-hmm. not as good as some of the stuff in altered carbon and dread but right for the time being they knew what they were doing and we have well keanu reeves
1: you have keanu reeves Probably. you have iced tea i mean come on
0: yeah it was pretty <laughs> solid straight <laughs> Like it, it wasn't the best movie. Oh yeah, it was Rollins was in there too? Yeah, Henry yes. Rollins was in it, man. Henry yeah. Rollins, and he was in Batman Beyond actually playing the same character. Yeah, I'm almost. a
1: bi- I'm a I'm a big Henry Rollins fan too. Like I love uh, his music. Black Flag. Yeah, Black Flag, but I love all, all his music and I love his books. I've been to his spoken word live shows and stuff. Like big fan, big fan. Um, well,
0: hopefully we'll see him in 2077, maybe. That'd be yeah, awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> be cool. Um, okay, next in here is Ghost in a Shell, the anime films. Um, that's going back to the original Ghost in a Shell, and like we were talking, the different sequels that came. It, this has a shitload of votes because, again, like it's the original. I mean, it's the classic Ghost in a Shell. It's, it's, it's quintessential, badass. man. Yeah, you exactly. can't get away from it. Yep. So moving on to the next, we're getting down to the last handful here. Um, the next is Blade. Yeah, but
0: they're the most important ones, I think. Yeah, yeah. Blade uh... Run-
1: Blade Runner two thousand forty nine.
2: I did not like it. Um,
1: again, like I said, I liked it, but it let me down because I love the original, you know? I think that uh it was mm-hmm. it was good, but I would have to like see that without seeing the original thinking like, "Oh, here's a, the next sequel to that or whatever." You know what I mean? Um but it yeah. was but it was still good, man. It had the budget for all the effects, the vehicles, the traveling the way that they did the city. I mean, just everything about it, like looked great and everything. I just, I felt like the story was too narrow is too close. It felt too closed in or something. I don't know. It was weird. I will agree with
0: you on that. I think that's one of my, I enjoyed it, but I can see what you're talking about. How the story did feel sort of railroaded. Yeah. It didn't feel like there's a lot of character growth or anything of being surprised almost.
1: Exactly. There was no like, but
0: I didn't, I enjoyed it too. I liked it. It doesn't hold a candle to the original, but exactly. we'll get to that one when we get to it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Next in yeah, the I, list.
0: Yeah. What were you going to say there, Sean?
2: I honestly stopped watching halfway through. Oh, <laughs> well, how dare you?
0: <laughs> you? If you start a movie, you've really got to finish it, no matter yeah. how bad it is. Oh, Sometimes, I don't know. I that,
1: that last Nemesis that came out last year, I, I, didn't, I watched like the first no, five no minutes. Like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. But, um, okay, going down the list, we're at, we're at number the top number four here, Matrix. And this is any of the Matrix uh, franchise. I think they're all awesome. They definitely have more of that post-apocalyptic, you know, not necessarily cyberpunk, but just like we say in all of them. It has enough of the elements and enough of, like, the style or the vibe or the feeling to where you can totally appreciate it and get that cyberpunk feeling from it, you know?
0: Period. absolutely like visually i think there's a lot of good aspects to it like how they do the hacking for the characters and i think the animatrix has some actually really good oh, yeah of sort of aspects to it too you know i
1: don't even think i added the uh, animatrix to this list i don't think anybody did we need to add it. that should be you know number 76 or that would keep it at 75 if you remove your love death and robots and add yeah. in but anima- i would say
0: the animatrix falls right into the matrix too because yeah yeah
1: no i agree that's
2: what i'm and, saying i think and
0: also we have the new movie coming out are they I don't know if they're still doing that or not, but we're going to get another one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I did I'm see gonna that.
2: I'm going to add another one at the end anyway, so don't worry about your 75. Okay. I'm adding. A, I'm going to add Cherry 2000 to the list.
0: Oh,
1: I'd love Cherry 2000. Cherry 2000.
2: <laughs> right? <laughs> it was awesome.
1: Okay, so we're still at 75. That's great. I wanted to make sure we were at least right with that. And, and you know, by the time people see this video, by the time people listen to this podcast or whatever – this list might even be bigger because we keep thinking of things and other people do as well. But that's great. So, if anybody's, like I said, on Facebook, go to the Cyberpunk uh, Uncensored group and see for yourself where it's at. Um, but yeah, number three is Total Recall 1990, the original Total Recall. And like we said, that's classic.
0: Paul Verhoeven at his best, I say.
1: I mean, the cybernetics, the weapons, like the little
0: gadget stuff, like it's just so good the corporations yeah. like the only aspect i say i'd say of that that wasn't cyberpunk was maybe the mutants yeah yeah, no no city. totally
1: it, it, that's what brings it a little beyond but then again like it, it has that altered dimension we still altered dimension yeah, of what happens we... in red because red has all that nuclear fallout so who knows you know what yeah. might evolve from and that hey
0: we still don't know if it wasn't all just a brain dance episode gone wrong. So right, exactly. Ruth, but I think it, yeah, ta- it, ta- it was one long brain dance. It
1: taps exactly. into so many elements of uh, cyberpunk, though. That's why it's listed. I think as number three, everybody voted. You know, it's just so good.
0: And the the visuals are just so amazing. Oh yeah, just...
1: <laughs> the fucking yeah. effects on that. And and that's and a great yeah, I just rewatched that recently, and the effects still hold up. You know, like there's some things like they really do. Where like there's like a, a distant shot. When he's going up the elevator and he grabs the dude and his arms rip off and like from the distance it's like oh you can see it's kind of cheesy like you can see the, uh, the cgi aspect of the elevator or whatever but um, because it's old school compared to now. But I love right when he does it, he throws him. He's like, I'll see you at the party, Victor. <laughs> you know, he throws his arms down. <laughs> like I was like, so right Richter, Richter. Richter yeah. So like right, right when I noticed that, I was like, oh, that doesn't look. Then he drops that line. I was like, oh, shit, that's right. Like it just I don't know. Like that, that movie fucking rocks because, you know, everything from the lines and one liners to the effects to, you know, the elements from cyberpunk that are involved. It's great.
0: Well, the movie was based on by what Philip K. Dick, and he's probably one of the godfathers of cyberpunk. Yeah, exactly. like so many of his stuff, so much of his stuff like is tied to that. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um Number two, that's why Total Recall is number three. Number two, Akira. I mean. We, we were already yeah. talking about Neo-Tokyo, and uh, I forget who listed Neo-Tokyo low, lower in the list, and it instantly reminds you of Akira and other things. Do I mean, Akira was probably one of the first Japaname films I saw when I was a kid that got me into cyberpunk before I was really into cyberpunk or whatever, if you will. You know what I mean? Yep.
0: It It is just one of those core ones. Like, visually, yeah. The city, like those skyline shots, the bikes, the characters, like those first few scenes. Oh yeah, where you're just seeing those bikes zoom around everything. Those yeah, are yeah. awesome.
1: It gets a it gets a little fantasy with the mutation, you know what what what's happening. But then I feel within yeah. within that, when it comes to the cyber bike action during the mutations and the cannon laser laser cannon use and all that sort of stuff, to me balances out because it pulls you back into cyberpunk without thinking too much about like the mutant or fantasy side to it. You know what I mean? Like it still has the vibe even, even, yeah. even when it pushes it a little, you know, like it's fucking awesome. I well, kid- even,
0: with, even with that, you look at the mangas like, and I read them all and they are a huge set. It is just like, it is so much more subtle in there because it becomes gradual. Well, with the movie, I think they just had to put it in because they needed that huge climax Right, and, and the manga, it takes forever to sort of really touch on the uh, that sci-fi part. Well, exactly, and cool. it well, goes even deeper, I think.
1: No, no, exactly. And I think it's because at the time it's ongoing. You know what I mean? Like so, like a lot of times they'll draw it out to either make so many issues or have it as an ongoing or to keep it evolving or whatever. Whereas like the film, I'm sure, like when they write, they're like, okay, we got to fit this within like an hour and a half or a two-hour typical film format. You know what I mean? And it has to have like yeah. the. I don't even think the manga was done when they made the
0: movie. So I think he just gave, he did the JR (laughs) like, here's an outline (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) to this point. You're done. Yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) But yeah, I think can't say much more about Akira. It's fucking classic. Everyone knows it. It has, you know, came in number two here on the votes in the group. And this hasn't even, this list hasn't even been up that long. Like I can only imagine as more people join the group, this gets more votes and things add. I imagine Akira is going to stay up there at the top and keep gaining. Um, But yeah, Akira is number two. Number one, the original Blade Runner. This is exactly what we're talking about. This is why the the newer Which one version, though?
2: fell behind. Which version, um, it's No. The, <laughs> uh, the one that people saw in the theaters. I couldn't hear you, Sean. What was know. that?
0: There's so many.
2: I like the voiceover.
1: The voiceover? What do you mean? Oh,
0: Blade you, Runner has like five versions of
2: it. You know where uh, Deckard's like talking as they're flying around? You're talking yeah, about, a bit the, about the...
1: like the remastered versions of the same film. You're not talking about the later version that we already discussed, 2049, and such, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah.
0: There's, I think, a director's cut, an unlimited cut, an extended cut, right, a right. theatrical cut. No, no, no. But
1: the idea here is, you know, comparing. Number one is the original Blade Runner um, compared to yeah. the new version, obviously, in these other films. So let's not confuse people Never. watching and listening. It's the same. It's the same film. <laughs>
0: Some people would argue
2: that honestly, and this one has everything because it has uh, so many great actors in it. Oh. I mean, really oh, yeah. a lot. And then the, the soundtrack is fantastic. The visuals blow you away. The story's really good. Just loved everything about it.
0: Yeah, we have Rutger Hauer again as well too. No,
1: I think like the the original Blade Runner, like I said, is the the reason I can't enjoy the sequel, the one that that came out, even though the one that came out the 2049 one had better visual effects i think the other one even with its practicals were better in the sense that the film overall was better so I, I i could get lost in that enough that the differences with that won't pull me away from still thinking the original blade runner is the number one choice for me you know what i mean for oh,
2: sure
0: and yeah. was like funny too because this came out before even like neuromancer even got released by gibson yeah. Gibson, mm-hmm. And I think when he saw he's like, well, I guess everyone's going to think I copy this. Right. Well,
1: well, look how everything – look at cyberpunk and, like, the role-playing game and, like, how, how the uh, – and, like, the new – I think the cartoon is named after it, but, like, how they went to Edge Runner, you know? So, like, I think that plays into it too. Like, you can just see the influence all around, you know?
2: Yeah. For me, it was the first – really the first cyberpunk – movie i remember ever seeing it was i i started off cyberpunk with heavy metal magazine that a friend of mine had a (laughs) subscription to and so we'd all like look over his shoulder reading it i remember seeing the ads for blade runner and that so as soon as it came out we were all running to see it and yeah it uh it held up for sure
1: yeah
0: no totally Oh yeah, but that's why also, I agree that heavy metal is a great place for cyberpunk stuff, even yeah. now still. Yeah, yeah, that was a great magazine. That's period. Funny
1: that you brought that up. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, that's I think why Blade Runner is number one. I think everyone agrees between the elements involved, the effects, the story, the the timing of it, just everything that that film pulled off is is just very much cyberpunk. And then comparatively yeah. to like the sequel and either other even other films. It has so many more aspects and elements and things to it that lean into cyberpunk more than other ones comparatively that it just it, it ranks number one even being an older film to some of the newer Well it Zero came
0: movies. out like exactly at that perfect time of the the moving into the eighties and it's just you see these corporations, you see excess, you see money, you see like all these little guerrilla conflicts in the South America going on. Right. It was just that it was that perfect time between Blade Runner, Neuromancer, and like Cyberpunk coming out a few years later of like, well, <laughs>
1: this so is true. Cyberpunk as <laughs> whole
0: for the world. So true. <laughs> yep.
1: All right, cool. Well, hey, that's a huge list we got through there. And like I said, a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah. A lot of movies and series and animes. I'm sure it's going to grow. You see how, like, every few days that I go to the group, like, there's a new one or, or a new vote to a one. Like, I see them moving. Even look at even while we were going through the list, um, one of those shifted up a little because someone voted for it because we're live. Just anybody watching or listening uh, to the podcast or watching the live stream on Mulligan Live on YouTube, um, you know, this is live. So, like, as people were voting, things shift, but you see how it's active. Um, I'm curious to see where it goes. And then also with new additions as more films and shows come out. Um, but yeah, anybody watching and listening, if you're listening to the podcast, Cyberpunk Uncensored, make sure you find the Cyberpunk Uncensored group on Facebook and join. Make sure you follow the Instagram uh, Cyberpunk Uncensored account. Make sure you like the official Cyberpunk Uncensored fan page. Uh, if you're watching the live stream of uh, this cyberpunk uncensored uh, podcast episode on youtube uh, which is mulligan live on youtube but make sure you go and check out the podcast and vice versa if you're on the podcast go check out the youtube we just want support on all platforms we want cyberpunk to get more and more popular we want the community to grow we want more players more gms more game uh, more games to watch more gameplay uh, more talk about it and that's why we're here to help so if you're seeing this please share subscribe like um and thanks for watching and tuning in thanks so much uh sean and eric for joining me and contributing to this episode man you guys are awesome
0: hey thanks for a pleasure. pleasure
1: hell yeah and uh i'll be seeing sean i'll be seeing you tomorrow uh for yep. our session uh with team one and then tuesday i'll be seeing you eric for team two yep awesome. we gotta
0: come up with better names
1: Yeah, well, you know, we start, I start with team one and team two until we see what people want to call their team or how it develops, you know, but, um, but at least keeps it organized for all the live streams. So like, if you go to Mulligan live on YouTube, you can easily follow the sessions, you know, session one, two, three, and four, and whatever in order. Uh, You just look for that parentheses in the title or description that either says team one or team two. So you follow the same storyline and you might also see where some of these stories intertwine, which is kind of fun. But all right, guys, thanks so much. Everyone, thanks for watching and tuning in.